0: Hallelujah. I sure love the Lord this morning. He's good to us. and Man, what a great God. And What a great people of God. Love the people of God. I'm thankful to see you this morning. While you are standing, let me get our scriptures this morning. If you want to turn, you can. Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Or you can follow along on the screens with us. The third lesson about the peace of God, and we have talked about the God of peace and the Prince of Peace. Today we will talk about peace of mind. It's important. Boy, it's a a highly sought after commodity. People want peace of mind. And and hey, the Lord offers it to us. It's, It's like those things one of those things that God's got for us, but sometimes we don't access the things that God has for us. They're there. I feel like the Father's telling us sometimes, everything I got is yours. (laughs) You're always with me. Everything I have is thine. And sometimes we just forget that there's things that are afforded to us uh, in our lives. So Philippians 4, 8 and 9, Paul writing here said, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, and whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on them. Don't take them for granted, but think on them. Those things which you have both learned and received And heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. So today we're going to talk about peace of mind. Let's pray for the lesson. Lord, we love you and thank you for your word. I ask now, Lord, that you just just anoint these lips of clay for a few moments. And God, let me say something to encourage us, strengthen us, to teach us today that we can be better and we can be better in ourselves, better in this life, better for others, and ready to meet you when you come. We ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. Now give him one more hand clap and a shout for his word. Love his word. Love the Lord. I love the peace that Jesus gives us today. Amen. You can be seated, and thank you for being in the house of the Lord. So, because God does offer us peace of mind, we should have peace flowing through our lives. Now there is uh, one thing that I do notice in Scripture that and I've preached on this before and uh, there are some things that only God can do and there are some things that only God will do. This His. That He does not leave us out of the equation in uh, having the things that we're supposed to have. He says, if we are willing and obedient, then we shall eat the good of the land. In other words, the good of the land exists, but what are you willing to do to get it? Um, I've preached on the giver and the gatherer. I talked about how. Uh, God said when Israel was in the wilderness and they were desiring food, he told them, he said, well, here's what's going to happen. Every morning you wake up and look out, there'll be manna on the ground. It'll be outside of your tent, outside of your bed. It'll be outside of your reach unless you get out and go get it. Now, if you, don't, if you lay around and lazy, by the time the day heats up, it disappears. So he gives, but you've got to gather. And there are things that uh, he gives, like I've said this, uh, when we receive the Holy Ghost, and that's the key, we receive it. He gives, we receive. We, we say a lot of times, did they get the Holy Ghost? But you, you don't really get it because uh, you, can, you have to go somewhere and get something. You, you know, uh, it's not something I can just go, oh, here, I'll just, if I'm going to get it, that means I can take it. That I can pay for it. I'm going to the store to get some milk. I'm going to pick it up myself and pay for it myself, but the Holy Ghost is a gift that it's received, and so that's what God gives. but when we receive the Holy Ghost, we also receive the uh, all the fruit of the spirit that comes with the Holy Ghost and guess what love is one. Peace is another big part of the fruit of the spirit, so he does offer us peace because it comes with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You don't, if you really get the Holy Ghost, then you should, uh, the fruit of the Spirit comes with it. Now, whether or not we manifest that fruit, Jesus said, abide in me and I in you. He said, because the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, it's got to abide. So even if we receive the Holy Ghost, we've got to stay in him. So that the fruit can actually manifest. So peace of mind is, is um, something that Jesus does offer. And we just need to access it. We need to make sure that we're thinking on the things that we ought to be thinking on. Paul said, finally, brethren, summing it up. Whatsoever things are true, honest, just, Sure, lovely, good report, any virtue, any praise, think on these things. This is what should be in your mind. Now, I do know you have to think about what you're doing in in your moment. If you're working or driving, you're going to be thinking about where you're going, what you're doing, I hope. Some people drive like they're not thinking. Some people work like they're not thinking. Some people just live like they're not thinking. But uh, he said in your head, in your cell, because you oh, I'm all in my he- own head. Well, that's okay if in your head things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely. If you sp- It's what you put in, that mind. That, that, you know, uh, we talk about a child when we dedicate them, that they're like, man, they're just like a brand-new computer. Nothing's on it yet, but it's got all this storage space. So your computer will have what you download into it. And a child will uh, be a product of what is downloaded into them. And so we talk about that in dedication. Stuff, but a child of God will become what is downloaded into them. You know, you, people say garbage in, garbage out. Well, that's, that's true when it gets in, in, in your heart. You put garbage into your heart. Because out of the heart are the issues of life. That's where things come from. Uh, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we see all these things. But that mind, when that garbage goes into that mind, it it produces stress and anxiety and fear and doubt and confusion. It begins to cloud. Uh, your faith cloud your judgment uh, you, you've got to you know, that's why when people are so focused on on watching the news hey guess what there ain't nothing true in the news it's true for the side that's telling it but you don't know yeah you know, it's uh, we were shopping yesterday looking in, in just an example I, go you ever go to the vitamin store i hate that place I said, because I told her, I said, you know, I want something, you know, maybe for this. Well, there's like 68 different bottles of stuff for this. And I don't know which one's any good. I don't even know if it's, I said, it could be a sugar pill for all I know. I said, I don't, and I'm taking it thinking, oh, I'm going to get better. But I don't know what I'm taking. I said, so I usually just walk in there, look and leave without buying anything. because It's, you know, it's just like, it's, it's too much. Who, which one of those is true? I don't know, so it confuses me. I just get out of there. Well, there's a lot of things that we let in, and so we need to listen to what Paul is saying to the brethren, because hey, you know what? There's nothing more uh, that the enemy would love is to cloud your thinking, your emotions, your judgment, get you so busted up on the inside that you can't function. Peace of mind is what we can have. He said, now, the things that you have both learned, received, and heard, and seen in me, somebody can be the example of this. He didn't tell them to do this if it was not obtainable and necessary. And so he said, the things that you have learned, received, heard, and seen in me, Paul's been doing that. He's been an example. And he said, those things do. Paul had trouble. Paul had all kind of things happening in his life. But he could still have peace because he said, you do these things and the God of peace shall be with you. He's going to be there. That's why what we're bringing in is so important to our peace of mind. What you let in. Hey, you don't have to let it in. If it's going to wreck your world, then shut the door on it. The Bible says for me to as much as lies within me to live peaceable with all men, as much as lies within me indicates to me that there is a time when the door needs to close. When the when I need to stop my ears, when I need to just that's it. I that I can't I, I've reached a point that I can't. anymore I can't be peaceable, and I I got to stop and the Lord knows our limitations so he said as much as lies within you live peaceful with everybody but if it's going to wreck your peace of mind shut the door if it's going to destroy your walk with God shut the door because most of all he wants you to be at peace and he wants you to be able to be at peace with people so stop it before you lose it with people. <laughs> stop it before you lose it with yourself. Stop it before you walk away from God. Stop it before you kill your witness. You know what I'm saying? You've got the. there is peace of mind. And when you think on things that are true, I tell people this many times when we come in, we're in counseling, there's things that are happening. I said, well, listen, you know what's true. And nothing can can change what's true. Yeah, but they said nothing can change what's true. I can't help what is said. I can't, you know. People in the news say, "Well, you 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 posted this, and that's not true." But if you know it's true, hey, it's true. And uh, well, the, the internet said this, and this news said this. I can't help what they said. Here's what's true, and so I can stick with what's true. If I stick with the truth. The Bible says, "The truth will make you free." Yeah. I want the truth, so it makes me free. And so, how come you're Remember, We talked about this last week. Why aren't you losing your mind? Because I know what's true, and the rest of, it'll take care of itself. If it's uh, honest, if it's just, if it's pure, lovely. Think about think, man. Think about things that are lovely. Yeah. There is so much ugly and nasty and evil and wicked stuff that people post and share. I, you know, I, there, there are folks that, I, I told somebody this the other day, I said, listen, if you're going to, po- there's things that I don't believe in. I, I, I believe that uh, there, there's wickedness in this world and it should be you know, fought against. I believe that. It should be stood up against. But do not post another picture or a video of somebody setting an animal on fire on my page because I'm going to delete you and block you because I don't want to see that. Yeah. You know how hard that image is to get out of your head? Right. And see, I, I do that. I see something. When you you see something visual, it gets in there. Right. And I I promise you, somebody... One of these people that I don't know that knew us from a conference or did something, so they, hey, friend request. so you got 48 mutual friends, so you add them. Well, they added the video one day of the worst animal abuse thing I've ever seen in my life. And I, just was, so, I was so mad that I wanted to find the people that was abusing that animal and go do that to them. <laughs> well, wait, I know, but, but I can't do that. And the the ugly that got inside of me, that, right. I was like, made me shaky on the inside. Yeah. And I was like, that ain't right. But boy. Oh. So I said, I can't have that. Quit sharing. Amen. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We don't believe in abortion. But do not put a picture of a dead baby on my page. Right. Right. I don't want to see it. Right. And if you do, <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> Bye. Because I, I know, well, you don't believe in I, Yeah, but I don't have to look at it to know what's wrong. I don't want to see pictures of people being murdered. I don't want to see pictures of people getting shot, beat. Not, don't, don't, I don't want to see it. I know it happens. It's awful. It's, I don't have to see it to know it's bad. When you look at that kind of stuff, it creates anger in you. You, when you watch videos of somebody, you know, some young person running the street and knocking an old person over and stomping on them, it makes you mad. Yeah, it's awful. But it can push you over the edge, cause you to start saying things or doing things or thinking things or dwelling on things, cause you to react in ways that's not God. It'll take your peace of mind. Let's just get back on the subject here. Peace of mind. It will rob you of your peace of mind. So it's what we let in. And we have to learn how to start stopping things from getting in. It does not make you an emotionless robot. But there are things you can do to protect your peace of mind. Because uh, I know that we're going to have trials and tribulations. That's a fact. That's scripture. But see, we think that trials and tribulation means the absence of peace. But there's a peace of God that passes understanding. And we talked about that with the guys on the boat in the middle of the storm. They could have been sleeping just like Jesus. had. They, what did he, he rebuked them because of their, their, hey, where's your faith? You know, how come you didn't have faith? Peace be still. He calms the storm. It's gone. It's over. He's got power and authority over that. And, you know, they had to realize something. I'm sure they did later on. We could have been napping too. We could have been at peace while it was, yeah, it was, we could have been at peace. Because if we'd have thought about his first words, we're going over to the other side. If we would have remembered the word, we would have had peace. That's why we say, great peace have they which love thy law. And nothing shall offend them. When I know the word of God, when he gives you that word, Word, when, he, when you're reading his word, we think, that's why when things go wild in this world, Christian people shouldn't be losing their mind and, and backsliding and quitting and going crazy. They shouldn't be getting sucked into all this media stuff and all this things because we know what the scripture says. And, and there's so many people that are oh, so worried and fretful in their mind about why? Yeah, it's going to happen. It doesn't scare you a little bit. Oh, man, I'm sure fear will come, but in what times I'm afraid, I'll trust in him. And guess what happens when I trust in the Prince of Peace? I have peace. Yeah. And you will, too. It's what you let in. Let him in. Let the word in. Pray, praise, worship, serve him, walk with him, love his word. Meditate in it day and night. Trust in Him; it'll it'll take care of you. For as you think in your heart, Proverbs twenty and three and seven. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You start when you're thinking on this stuff all the time. You're, now you're angry and you're mad and you're fretful, and anxiety, and stress, and man, you're giving yourself you know strokes and heart attacks and all kind of physical problems, upset stomachs. You know, yeah, you. you Ah, am so worried, man, you know, I get all stressed out and now my stomach's all, I'm sick, I just, whatever. Headaches, migraines. But I'm telling you, that peace of mind is something that Jesus offers. I, I wrote this, I promise you, I, I'm sure somebody has said this before, but just I wrote this in the middle of studying this morning. And I promise you, it didn't come out of a fortune cookie or anything. But I wrote this as I was studying today, that peace is not simply the absence of outer trouble. It's not. Well, As long as this is going on, I ain't got no peace. That's up to you. That's your choice. I, I firmly believe that peace is a choice that we make. It doesn't mean you like what's going on in the world or what's even happening in your own life, but peace is a choice that we make. I have read stories of of prison camp uh, prisoners and you know prisoners of war that um, somehow, with all they were being starved, they were being tortured, they were being neglected, they you know, didn't have anything, they were just suffering. But the ones that they knew that God was with them, no matter what was happening, they. They said nothing. It didn't. Nothing broke them. They just had peace. They'd watched their other friends, you know, passing away. Things happened, but yeah. But I had peace through it all. How in the world? Uh, I trusted in God. I was still. All the effects of what was I was enduring was, it was real. But peace is not simply the absence of outer trouble. But then I wrote this: If there is no peace within. There is no peace at all, and that's that's a, that's the truth. If it, it, everything can be fine outside, money in the bank, good job, all your kids are healthy, you're healthy, but it, it, there's nothing. Everybody loves one another. There's there's world peace. Everything's just. But if you don't have peace in here, there is no peace at all. If you don't have, if you're If you don't have peace in your own self, in your own life, uh, and that's got to come from it, that when we're not feeling that peace, and there's something that we need to be working on in our walk with him because he is the God of peace. The scripture said, Paul wrote, he said, he's not the God of confusion, but he is the God of peace. And uh, the absence of peace will bring confusion. But when we have our self right with him and we're trusting him and living for him and doing everything we can for him, there's going to be that peace that passes understanding. And when we have peace within, that's when nothing nothing can get to me, nothing can bother me. But if there is no peace in here, it doesn't matter how good things are going on the outside, I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to be struggling. I need peace of mind. And Jesus offers peace of mind. You believe that? I believe he does the story of the storm and the disciples actually sets up or we travel with them to a place where there's a man who has no peace because on the other side of that shore when they get to the other side and step out there is a man in that region who lives among the tombs and he uh, is constantly running through the tombs he's He's possessed with a legion of devils, and they get there, and here he comes running out and falling down in front of them, worshiping, the scripture said, but nobody could do anything with him. They tried to bind him, tried to do different things. It didn't work, and it said he was always crying and cutting himself and just Miserable, no peace inside, because it said he was possessed. We let things possess us. A lot of times we try to soften the blow by saying we're just oppressed, and I believe, it's, I believe there's two different things. But sometimes we let things possess our mind, possess our thoughts, and it's no longer oppression once you let it in. It's possession. It has got your brain, and it's twisting it and turning it, and you can't even see straight anymore. And this man couldn't. But when Jesus was done, what I like about it is that all the people come out and they they come to Jesus. It says they see him that was possessed with the devil, had the legion. He was sitting clothed in his right mind. And man, they were afraid. It's funny. They weren't afraid of the Uh, Of the demons, they were afraid of the deliverer. They were more, they were more peace, more calm with uh, the man running around cutting himself than it was with him being all right. Sometimes people just don't want you to be all right. But the last part is that he was in his right mind, sitting. No, no more crying, no more. Unless it was tears of joy, but he's not cutting himself. Nobody's trying to bind him. He's sitting. Just sitting there at the feet of Jesus in his right mind. Jesus came into a situation where a man was tormented and he put him in his right mind. I'm telling you that God, if you'll let him get rid of the things that possess you, now, some, like I said, he's not just going to automatically snatch it away sometimes. You've got to let it go, he will not tug a war with you. I, I can, he 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 tells us to repent. That's letting go. Yeah. He does not snatch anything out of your hands. You've got to let that go. Yeah. And uh, you know this back and forth with God. That's that's all we doing that ourselves because he, I promise you, he ain't got the other end of it. He's just sitting there like, hand it to me. <laughs> I'm not going to reach down and snatch it out. Hand it to me. And uh, so this guy came running to Jesus. Jesus didn't go up in the tombs looking for him. He came running to him. But when he got there and saw there was a problem, I can fix that. God can give you peace of mind no matter how awful it seems. This guy was alone. He was an outcast. Uh, they, nobody else could do anything with him. Uh, they said they had bound him and done different things, but it didn't work. So they just quit. And they just left him to himself, crying, cutting himself, hurting himself tore up in his head, disturbed whatever was going on. But when Jesus got done, right mind. If we can just run to him and worship him, man, it can change our life. And then think on the right kind of things. Only let the right things in. Jesus had compassion on this man and he brought peace into this man's chaos. He, he, uh, uh you know, it's funny, he, he sent that uh, spirit out in that herd of swine. They run off, choked themselves in the water, and people, they were more upset. They, they were crying for the loss of the swine instead of celebrating the victory of the man. Hey, here's a guy who has been crazy for we don't know how long, and look at him. He's clothed in his right mind. Jesus gives a sound mind in place of Torment. Those afflicted with a troubled mind are promised help. Paul wrote this in 2 Timothy 1 and 7 that God has not given us a spirit of fear. He gave us the Holy Ghost. He's not given us a spirit of fear but of power. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind is a mind that's at peace. When you've when you're got a sound mind, you're not thinking... The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you can't, it can't be peace one day unstable. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. But when we take what Jesus gives, he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, of of power, of love, a sound mind. Take what he's offered and just let that be the ruling thought in your head and in your life. Listen to him. Listen to what's true. Listen to what's pure. Listen to what's just. Think on these kind of things. I know that you see stuff, and we're going to, there's no way, unless you just live in a shell, that you're not going to know what's going on in the world. But you've got to learn the difference between observation and consuming it. You know, you may see what's going on, but you don't have to let it uh, you don't consume it, so it don't consume you. You don't just let that in. I realize that this world is man. Uh, you know, some people don't believe in God, so they don't, they don't worry about things like, well, the Lord's coming back. They don't. They don't even think about that. There's a lot of people. These wildfires, West Coast burning down. They can't put it out. It's just burning up. Animals dying, houses being lost, people dying. It's burn, oh, it's, the whole world's going to burn up. It's that we've been telling you forever climate. This, they're so eat up with the, we, we've destroyed the planet and all these kind of things that they can't think of anything. They're angry. So they start uh, protesting and marching and, and wanting to get people kicked out of office and all kinds of things because it's, yeah, it's one man's fault that the whole left side of the country is on fire. What? But so you get consumed with things. It gets in your mind, and then you can't think, you can't focus on anything else. And I've seen people like that. It don't matter. Once they it's in there, it don't matter what you're talking about. It's the same way if you if you let Jesus in there. People could be talking about anything. You can be sitting with somebody and say, man, look how pretty the sky is the day Jesus made that. It just flies out of your face. But if, you know, but if you're eat up with, with ugly and somebody mentions something, something else flies out of your face. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Every, every bad driver is not. Whether you think, you know what? If somebody cuts you off in traffic, let's say, they're, they're automatically whatever party you're not part of. Yeah, they drive just like a. Well, they might be the same party you of, yeah. But but when, but if you just eat up with stuff, man, it just yeah, hate, hatred for one party, hatred for this, hatred for that. Just yeah, you know, yeah. It makes me. I hate seeing destruction and things being done unlawfully, and I hate all that. But boy, I tell you, I value my peace of mind. I got to be able to preach. I got to be able to love everybody. All of us do. I'm just—I'm telling you, for me, what I think of. I've got to be able to, no matter who they are, where they're from. I've got to be able to love them, pray for them, preach to them, help them in any way I can. But if I get it in my mind that one person is better than the other or worse than the other, well, see, I'm not—I can't. There's no peace there. I I can't think. I I want peace of mind. I want to be able to. Make sure that I take what Jesus has offered and he has offered us peace of mind in what he does. In 1 John 4 and 18, uh, just go ahead and put that up. Fear gets in there. It can be fear of failure, fear of punishment, fear of others, fear of the future, fear of abandonment, fear of of death. It can be all these things. And these kind of, you know, there's phobias. This fear of, of all these different things will bring distress and worry in your life. And it's just, I'm, I'm afraid of this, afraid of that, fear, you know, fear, 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 fear. And it just gets in here. And now you, you're, you're afraid you're going to fail at everything. It's just domino effect and, and fear. But John wrote that there is no fear in love. And he's love. And when we receive the, The Holy Ghost and the fruit of the Spirit is active in our life. The first fruit named is love because everything flows from that. Faith worketh by love. So uh, our faith is not even any good without love. So uh, when we have uh, love, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. The man in the tombs was tormented. But then perfect love stepped into the picture and, Perfect love cast out fear because fear has torment. The man was not tormented anymore. Uh, Jesus offered him uh, peace in place of fear. And so we can't let our minds uh, drift into that temptation of just always living in fear. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Peace I leave, leave with you. My peace I give you. He has given us that peace. He has left it with us to take care of us. But like I said many times, we do not access all the things that God gives us. We think that just because uh, we came and sat down in a building a couple of times a month that, well, I should have peace. I don't guarantee nothing. Let me tell you, Peace is something that you have to say, I'm going, you have to make your mind. It is a conscious decision to have it in yourself, in yourself. Now, if your neighbor, you and your neighbor are arguing about something, he's so sure your tree's on his property line, whatever, and he just, you know, you can both be angry and go crazy over it, or you can just have peace over it. You just, I'm just going to have peace over it. And he can fuss about it every day. You can just wave at him because you can have peace. Or you can go over there and punch him in the face and go to jail. Yeah, it's up to us. You make your decisions. You either have peace of mind or you don't. Well, how can you have peace of mind when he's there? I'll say it one more time. When he's there, you let in the things that either destroy you or keep you. Yeah, you you let in what either is going to wreck your world or make it better. And I say because I know people that hardly have anything at all, but they got peace. I know people that uh, that were sick and sicker, and then left this world, but had peace because they knew. that that what was in here, what they knew inside, what they knew about the Lord, what they knew about where they were going. It gave them peace that you can't understand. Uh, You know, it it, it didn't matter what diagnosis they heard. It didn't matter because, well, I know God's got it. God is faithful. Our brother said that many times before he left this world. And he would get reports about, well, it's not looking good. God's faithful. Yeah, it didn't mean he was... Just was in a hurry to get out of here, but he wasn't going to let that. If he was getting ready to depart, why live your final days in torment and fear and live it in the peace of God? Amen? Y'all do that. The, The real battle for peace of mind is right here between those ears. We read this earlier, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. The battle is in the mind. It's not with God. Mm-mm. It can be against every other thing that's outside of that. Anything that's not like him, that's what it's... it's against anything that's against... Anything, anything against Christ is antichrist. It doesn't have to be... I'm not just talking about the, the, the person, the antichrist, but that spirit of antichrist is in the land things that are against and are not like him. That, and so that's out there, and it will attack your mind, yeah. attack your heart. And listen, uh, all you have to do is resist. Submit to God, resist, he'll flee. It'll go. We can control what happens in here. We can. We just have to accept it. We have faith for everything that goes on outside of our body. Situation comes up, job situation, I'm praying for it. God's going to change it. Sister Phyllis called me this morning. I can't find my car keys. I said, I'm going to be praying. You're going to find them. We just have faith for anything that's outside of our body. But why can't we have it for what's going on in here? Why can't we have the same kind of faith? I'm not going to have torment. And fear in my mind in the name of Jesus because Jesus has not given me that. He did not give me that spirit of fear. The Bible says we have not received the spirit of bondage. You know what fear do? It binds you, locks you up, can't do anything. He said, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, out a Father who is the God of peace, not the author of confusion. The, and so uh, you've got to start having faith that, hey, even though things are going on out here, I can be all right in here, in here, in my heart, in my mind. The Bible says that we uh, should glorify God in our our body and our spirit. Our spirit should be okay too because it belongs to Him. And we, we should, in our spirit, in our heart, in our mind, we're supposed to love Him with all those things. We can be all right in all those things. Some people say, well, oh, inside I'm just busted up and I'm just going through the motions. That's it. I get that. I get the sentiment. But that's not what the Lord wants. I don't believe he wants us to be like a man possessed with a legion of devils. I don't believe he wants us falling down to worship him and stay tore up on the inside. But I believe he wants us to have that peace just like he gave that man. And I believe he wants us to be free from torment and fear and all that kind of stuff. And we can be, if we, but we've got to take some steps toward our answer. And so we've got to, in our minds, just believe, look, hey, I, I can't control nothing that goes on in this world. I have, you know, I'm gonna go, I can vote, and then whatever happens, happens. But I can't help what people are doing on the other side of the world or in any other city or anywhere, but I can't control what goes on in here. And I can control what I think, what I do. And let me tell you, you can have peace in your life. You can. I know people that, have, that that grew up, I mean, it was just hell on earth in their childhood. But they're fine today. So many times we say, well, it was all the, the, the childhood stuff and that's what destroyed them. Well, it's bad because sometimes terrible things happen to kids. But I have seen some that as they got older, they realized, I can find peace. And once it was offered and once they saw the place where they could find that peace, guess what? They took advantage of that. Did they forget what happened? No. But they had peace that God gave them. I'm not that person anymore. I don't know, you know, the man from the tombs never names him, just the man with the legion. That's what they called him. I don't know what they called him after Jesus was gone, maybe the man who was delivered. I don't know what he was referred to as then, but he was not the man with the legion anymore. Yeah. He was clothed in his right mind. He was better. And uh, he could stay like that. He could stay like that. And we can be better. And we, I'm almost done. And we can, we can do the things that God wants us to do and be what God wants us to be. We can have peace of mind. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't have to work on yourself still. You know, so I'm just at peace with who I am. Okay. But I hope you're still at peace with the fact you're a work in progress. Paul Paul wrote things that would voice that, you know, I have not already attained, neither am I already either perfect. But this is what I do. I forget the things that are behind, I keep reaching forward. You know, so uh yeah, I I'm, I'm at peace with who I am right now, but I'm not uh, in a state of complacency where I'm not going to keep working on myself. I, should, I am striving daily to be better. I've got to be better every day. I've got to keep pushing forward. So it's all right to be at peace with your walk. I'm at peace with what I'm having done in my life, you know, but don't ever say, I, I'm at peace with who I am. I ain't got to change nothing. Ow. That's amazing. But some are like that. Yes. This is what um, uh, Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus, Ephesians 4 17. This will be my last, about my last bit right here, darling, just a second. So, uh, Ephesians 4 and 17. I believe that's where I'm at. Yep. Ephesians 4 and 17. Paul said, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. He was like, uh, that was who we were, where we had no control over our minds we just let our minds go and do whatever we wanted to do but then um, he says after that but you have not so learned christ we learn some things from him about what we do in our mind if so be that you have heard him and, and been taught by him as the truth is in jesus put off concerning the form of conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which after God, who is the God of peace, is created in righteousness and true holiness. So uh, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The Scripture says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's uh, one place uh, he said, let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ jesus so there is something that god offers us i'm telling you that it is not the lord's will for his people he knows that we're going to be have tribulation he told us we would but then he said be of good cheer and if i'm a good cheer i'm pretty much at peace with things paul that's what he told those people on the ship in the middle of the storm but be of good cheer because I believe God that it will be even as it was told me. See, his, his trust in the Lord gave him a peace that surpassed the storm. It was greater than the storm he was in or that anybody else was in. In Romans 8 and 7, Paul said the carnal mind is enmity with God. It's not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. And I think, is there anyone? Anything? Yeah. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Well, I've got the Spirit of Christ, and he's the Prince of Peace. I'm thankful for the Prince of Peace today. I'm thankful today that uh, my mind can now be subject to the Lord. You've got to change that thinking. Think on the things. So stand with me, and as we stand, we're going to go back and read our opening scripture. The prophet Isaiah said this, that the Lord will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, because they trust in you. I want to keep trusting him. Philippians 4, again, says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, and whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure, and whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. In other words, he said, here's your job, Saint. Think on these things. And those things that you have both learned, received, heard, and seen in me, do it. And the God of peace shall be with you. And if God be with you and if God be for you, then who can be against you? That gives me peace. Greater is he that's in me than he is in the world. Gives me peace. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I won't leave you comfortless. I'll come to you. All things that I remember about him that give me peace. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Peace. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd. That's enough said. That gives me peace. I know somebody's watching over me. Let's lift our hands and thank him this morning. Lord, we love you. So thankful that you're always watching over us today. Thankful for your blessings, God. Thankful, Lord, that you give us peace that passes understanding. Let us today, Lord, access that peace and learn, Lord, to just live peaceable as much as lies within us. Let us think on the things that are pure and lovely and just today, God. Those things that are true, praise and virtue, Lord, honest. Let us remember these things, God. We want you with us in everywhere we go. We praise you this morning. We thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Aren't you thankful for the peace? The God of peace, the Prince of Peace. I'm thankful for our peace of mind today in Jesus' name. God bless you this morning. Let's find a place to pray before the next service, expecting God to do some great things. God bless you.